Hello friends and welcome to Offbeat Grad. My name is Sam. Happy Thursday or happy Thanksgiving to my American friends. But for everyone else who is not celebrating Thanksgiving or doesn't like turkey, such as myself, um, have a lovely day. Wow, good job. Anyway, today, since I consider Thanksgiving, at least in the US, to be the start of the holiday season, even though I've had my Christmas tree up for three weeks, I would like to share some freelancer slash blogging advice related to the holiday season. And this was mostly inspired by me doing client work. I was like preparing um, one of my clients' social media calendar for December. And I usually search through like relevant news to do that because I use the news, well not like news, but I use the news search function on Google to find like wealth management news. And so somehow I stumbled upon um, this freelancing news and I was shook. So basically the situation that I saw is that 92% of freelancers say they actually work during their vacations. And I was like, this is calling me out. I'm no longer alone. But also, I just think that it's really important to take a break. Um, you wouldn't know that because your girl never takes a break. But I think it's important and especially important at this time of year because this is a really weird time for freelancers, I find, because a lot of people are taking vacations and a lot of people are traveling for the holidays or going home or even if you're not doing anything like myself, you just want to take a few days off and you're not really sure how to handle it because you don't have paid time off and like your work doesn't really give you days off because you're your own like boss and so you might see on Instagram and like your friends with traditional jobs or who like are in school they get like a structured vacation in some ways and other people just don't get that when you're a freelancer you, you sort of have to be in control of your own situation and then also I know that a lot of freelancers work with clients based outside of the United States I do that as well um, so things like Thanksgiving just like don't really register to them so like how do you inform them that there's a holiday um, the expectations are just different and it's a really tricky situation so I wanted to talk a little bit about all of these statistics I saw and it was in an, an NBC article or something, but the statistics were taken from um, they're taken from HoneyBook, which is like a freelancing platform for like scheduling things. It's like a scheduling platform. Um, so they were really honestly shocking. So all of of those ninety two percent of freelancers that say they work during vacation. 60% of them report feeling like they do this work because they have to, like they're, they feel this compulsive pressure to work, like if they do not work, they won't make money, they won't be able to afford their expenses, or like they're worried their clients will move on to someone else, so they feel like they have to work. And I don't think this is exclusive to freelancing or blogging, I think this is a persistent feeling in the entire workplace of today where it feels really uncomfortable to ask for a day off because everyone needs to work all the time at least in like the US um, based marketplace there's a really big pressure to like not take time off and that somehow shows like a better workmanship but question mark gets really confusing so I definitely see this but even more surprising is that 43% of um, freelancers will actually hide their vacation from their clients. And first I thought this was really weird, but then I realized I have done this. Um, there are a lot of times when I have gone on like a very short trip, like I either traveled home or I traveled um, maybe on like a weekend trip, and I definitely did not tell my clients, even if I did continue working on that trip, and it has stemmed, at least for me, from the fear of like my clients going to someone else. Like whether they would or not, I don't think they would, because that sounds like way more trouble than it's worth, but 
that's what I think. So that's a fun fact. Um, but another interesting fact is that aside from hiding your vacation for your clients, 41% will actually hide the work they're doing on vacation from their friends or their partner because they feel like they need to be on vacation. And for women, this is actually higher. So 65% of women will do this. And I know that I don't do this because I like to make it really obvious to my friends and my partner um, when I'm working because I think a lot of times people don't really see what freelancers do all the time is working so making it more clear that like I have to have structured work time in my vacations occasionally um, makes that a little more real to them and I've had people tell me things like oh I thought it was so easy to be a freelancer but like a girl you're working constantly and I was like preach but it's the truth. So I thought that those statistics were very interesting. And considering that there's over 57 million US workers in like the gig economy, it's really crazy that 92% of them feel like they can't take a day off and that those who do take a day off like still have to hide it from their clients and the, their families. And it's very strange how this happens. I think freelancers are a little bit ashamed of the fact that they often feel this pressure to work while they're no longer working because it's so easy to be like, I'm a freelancer, this is amazing. And then for you to be able to turn around and be like, I actually have to work on every vacation, I don't get days off, is just sort of crappy. And I think we all feel a little bit of shame about that. So the reality is you should take a vacation and you should prepare for the holidays and you shouldn't feel ashamed of it. So first of all, taking vacation or time off is an investment in yourself. And I haven't started to realize this until this year, probably. But taking that time off like really gives you a chance to refresh. It's proven to be great for productivity. So thinking of a vacation not as like a time waster, but of something that is actually of value to your business is a big mindset shift that needs to happen. So aside from productivity, it's also probably the reason you chose to freelance in the first place. I know that for me, travel is a really big part of my life. And me being able to work from everywhere and travel freely was a big reason I chose this career. So like, why do I not let myself have these things? It's very strange like that. And I think it's so important to just take time off. So if the holidays are coming up and you're like, you know what, I really don't want to work um, these days when my family is here or I'm traveling back home. I want to really focus on that time I'm spending with my family or my friends or even if you're just alone. Um, you just want to have some time to like be to yourself and not worry about work. That is totally normal and okay. And nobody would be questioning this in like a real full-time job. Nobody would ever be like, oh, I don't know if I can take Christmas Eve off or like, oh, my family's visiting these few days. But like, I don't know, I really have to go to work. Like, people probably wouldn't say those things. So shouldn't be any difference for freelancers, but I do know it's so much trickier. So like, how do you do it? How do you take this time off? I have a few tips for you from the expert at not taking time off, but I have taken time off. I've recently gotten so much better at um, actually disconnecting from work. Um, and when I went to France last month or two months ago, I actually only did very minimal work and I was able to do that because I took all of these tips I'm about to tell you and I was gone for two whole weeks. So that was really hard for me. I maybe worked one or two days for maybe an hour at a time. So this was really big for me. 
So there are a few things you can do to make it easier to take a break, but aside from the mindset shift. So first, you need to actually save for a vacation. And I say this because the reality is when you're not working as a freelancer, you're probably not bringing in any money. The only alternative to this is if you're a blogger like myself, I do have some passive income that is legitimately passive to some extent. Um, I do have that coming in, but it is hardly going to pay my rent. So you need to save for it. And that's just the cold hard truth. But I try to think of it as like, I'm saving for my paid time off. Like when you work at a traditional company, you're gonna get paid time off. You don't get that as a freelancer, but you can pay it to yourself. So just think of it that way. Next, you need to time your vacation in advance pretty smartly. So you probably wouldn't need to think about this if you were in a traditional full-time job, but you need to think about it because you're a freelancer or a blogger. So every niche, every industry, every job has a seasonal time of year situation like there's going to be a time of year when people are slammed and then there's a time of year when you're all just doddling your thumbs and doing nothing and this is true i write in a lot of different niches and i can tell you i can almost point to when it's going to happen now um for instance one of my clients is like they do marketing for like education for like k-12 um, businesses that are trying to market to like K to 12 um, schools. So uh, a lot of our marketing efforts really revolve around the school year. So if the school year is about to end or if the new budget is going to be set, which happens every year in June, like I know we're going to need to ramp up marketing during these times because that's a busy time. And then similarly, I do um, wealth management is one of my other clients. It's all it's under the stamp of marketing, but like marketing to wealth managers. And the situation for that is that like at the new year, which is right now um a lot of people are trying to prepare for the next year and like all the new tech trends and etc etc so there is a lot more work than there was like in the summertime and that's just (laughs) the reality so you'll get to know when these projects are most likely to happen and you can plan your vacation accordingly so if you know that every year in october like everyone's ramping up to get things done maybe don't plan your vacation in October. If you're not sure, I would say the best times are usually the summertime because in general, across the board, people are usually doing less in the summertime and then also during the holidays. So I don't mean like the beginning of December because in my experience, those can be very busy weeks and also the last week of the year, like right before, (laughs) right before everyone, um, starts the new year, I feel like everyone is just pushing to get things out like on time for the new year so that they can start strong, quote unquote. So you need to keep that in mind. And as long as you are aware that like this is happening, you can plan accordingly. But the good news is usually in my experience, most businesses are not really in operation during the week of Christmas, um, usually not on Thanksgiving, like things like that. So those are good times to not be working. So definitely don't be working. (laughs) So that is how you're gonna time your vacation. But the next step is you need to give clients a heads up. And I'm not talking about like two days before you're like, hey, bye. You're gonna need to give a big heads up. So the bare minimum, this should be two weeks. But if possible, a month. So I say two weeks because that's usually enough time for you to ask clients for some work in advance. Um, If you're going on a longer trip or you're taking a lot of time off, like you need to give more heads up because a lot of them already know what kinds of things they're going to be doing in that amount of time. Or if they don't, they could um, and they can give you that work in advance. So for me, it really helps me if I say, hey, I'm actually planning a vacation from this day to this day. Um, Let me know if you need anything um, during that time. I would love to get it to you earlier. Um, Most clients, I've never had anyone have a problem with this. For the most part, everyone is like, that's great. Let's do it. And I give it to them and then no problem, no worries. Great. 
So having that ability to get everything done before you even leave is so key. But aside from that, you should also do your own things in advance. So I know that I do social media calendars in advance, mostly for my clients, not for myself. But in theory, you could. I record these podcasts in advance or something like that. Um, just get it done in advance. And the more time you have to prepare, so much less stressful it will be. Nobody wants to be sit working until like midnight the night before a trip, just trying to get it all done. So avoid that, start early two weeks at the minimum. And then aside from this, make sure you let your clients know when you'll be gone, like specifically, and how they can contact you. So what I mean by when you'll be gone is don't be like, oh, I'm gonna be gone this week. Like be clear. The clearer I can be, the better. So I always tell them, hey, I'm gonna leave like this Friday. I won't be available after 2 p.m., but I will be back on Wednesday starting that workday. So like be clear and be honest with yourself. Like if you're flying in from, from, Paris or wherever like I just flew in from Paris like a month ago I didn't tell clients like I'm flying it at 6 p.m. send me more work no um, be honest with yourself I knew I wanted to take that night off and relax and I said I will start the next morning fresh so you don't have to be overly specific um, about like exactly your travel plans but being like hey this will be my last day my next day of the full availability will be x or whatever so then also tell them how they can contact you so I always will tell them that I have limited office hours because usually I have some form of office hours where I'm generally available between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. but I'm not going to be obviously so if you're going to be in a different time zone let them know if you're only going to be accessible through a new way like maybe you're only going to be on email or slack or texting I don't know what your situation is tell them that but also update it in your email so set like an auto response on your email that says I'm currently out of office until this day if you need to contact me here's how so I would not make it easy for clients to contact you first of all because some of them will for stupid stuff I hate being contacted for stupid stuff but it happens all the time so if that does happen you can ignore it first of all or you can just respond quickly and be like, hey, I, I can take care of this at a different time or um, I'll put this on my list for when I get back. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, if they, if it's really something that can wait, I would be like, oh, do you need this right away? If not, I will put it first on my list for when I get back, whatever. Um, rarely do they need it right away, but I have had occasions where they did. So I do think it's important to have some way to contact you. But that being said, I would not check my email constantly turn it turn off those alerts um you maybe will want to build in some time in your vacation like maybe um first thing in the morning like when you're enjoying your coffee you check your email for 15 minutes and you're like okay is there any emergency probably not move on great or maybe there is you can take care of it really quick great you have your whole day that is what I personally do um that helps me have peace of mind but also clients who might I don't know what your field is. Some fields maybe do have more stress than others. Um, if there is a, an emergency situation, usually you won't have them, but it does happen. So another way to deal with this is to actually let them know someone else's contact info to say that they can handle things if you really need it. So this is where it's great to have like a group of freelancers who you're buddies with. So maybe you're a freelance writer and you have a close friend who's a freelance writer or another freelance writer you trust. And you'll be like, hey clients, I'm not here right now, but if you really need something, this girl has it, she knows the situation, like contact her. 
um, that could be great. Or also having another freelancer um, handle your inbox. So having someone else checking your email every day and they can decide if it's an emergency and maybe they can handle small things, but if a bigger thing happens, they're like, hey, here's the situation. That could help you avoid <laughs> the horribleness of staring at your inbox all the time. Um, but I also think it's really great to have a freelancer who can help you with those minor things or maybe they could take over projects temporarily. Like having someone you can rely on who can sort of take your place if, if needed is a great stress relief. And it's basically like having a replacement at a real job and then they get to go on their merry way when you're back. It's everyone wins. <laughs> but that's that. Um, my final suggestion is to maybe consider hiring a VA if you do have like admin tasks or smaller things that you need to be taken care of. Um, you can get a VA pretty reasonably. Um, I don't know who you would hire. I've hired them before. Um, I think that they're worthwhile, especially if you only need a few things done. So if you only need maybe like up to five hours a week of just like admin tasks or someone to check your email or someone to handle a very small thing, um, a VA is a great way to make sure that gets done even when you're not there and they can sort of liaison between you and the clients as needed without you having to really involve yourself on your vacation, so that's great. So those were all of my suggestions for how to take a break during this holiday season and beyond and I hope that you will take a break. I know that personally I might be taking a short trip um, like December 16th-ish, but I also might not. We're, we're playing it by ear right now. Um, but if I do, it would only be like a three and a half, four day thing. And I will definitely be letting clients know the 1st of December if that is the case. But otherwise, I will definitely be taking Christmas Eve and Christmas off. I don't usually take the rest of Christmas week off because I don't really do anything for Christmas. I stay at home with just like my boyfriend and my dog. And we have a really nice time together, but I'm not really... I don't really travel to see family and I don't really like do any big extravagant things. So I don't need that much time off. I sort of enjoy filling my time working um, when I'm not really doing much else. So that's my personal take on this. But I hope that you will take some days off, even if it's just one day, just take a day off for God's sakes. So that's my big take on that. Um, I highly recommend you look into HoneyBook's study on freelancers and vacations because it's really interesting. But otherwise, just feel more aware of your holiday situation and feel empowered to take that day off. You deserve it. I'm telling you right now that you deserve it. Um, so it's the truth. But anyway, happy Thanksgiving or not Thanksgiving to everyone else and have a productive week. <laughs>